Hello everybody, my name is Ben Schluter and welcome to this, the seventh episode of the LSU Basketball Ball Cap. And, um, yeah, let's just jump right into it. LSU with a very, very convincing 89-49 victory over Northwestern State last night, pushing their record to 10-0 for the first time since 1999-2000 season. Um, and, um, once again, doing so in dominant fashion. It's definitely been a very good trend for LSU uh, with this 10-game win streak, um, the way they've been winning their games, because they've been taking teams that they're supposed to beat the crap out of, and they are beating the crap out of them, which is something that I know you, like, wouldn't normally be such a big deal, but, like, as many have pointed out, um, LSU, you know, wouldn't always do this. There have been times in the past, and even under Will Wade, where we've just had random losses to teams we definitely shouldn't have lost to. Uh, you have the VCU game from a couple years ago as a prime example of that, where we went on the road and we lost to the Rams, a team that was not that great, and that we honestly should have beaten, but we didn't. Um, But, no, and, like, yes, these are cupcakes. Like, Northwestern State's not that good. Like, we're talking like, well into the 300s in the Ken Palm. Um, but, you know, that really doesn't matter because as long as you're beating them, they were 334, by the way, just to make a point there. Uh, yeah, coming into the game, Northwestern State was 334th in the Ken Palm rankings. So, yeah. Anyway, on to this game and what to say about it. Um... LSU figuring out kind of their identity still more and more and more. I still saw some of the flaws that, uh, you know, I keep on seeing from them that needs to really get worked out. Uh, and that is the three-point shooting. The three-point shooting needs to cut... That needs to get cut down. And I understand that they want to keep shooting the three, but it isn't falling for them. Like, you're shooting six of 23 from beyond the arc. And I get a couple of those shots came in, like, garbage time with, like, the starters pulled. But that that really doesn't mean that much to me. Because if you look at the first half, they were 4 of 11. Hey, that's pretty good. That's 36%. That's great and all. But I'm, I'm still not exactly, like, that happy with it. Because, again, we don't need to be shooting the ball that much. But if, if we could... And by the way, also, if we could have stayed at 36%, I would have been fine with it. Because if we can figure out how to shoot from beyond the arc, I'm going to change my entire uh, way of saying it. If you can shoot well from three-point land, then do it. But if you can't, don't. It's pointless, it's not helping you, it's missed shots, and you're not rebounding them well enough to make that work. I mean, in the second half, 2 of 12. That's not, that's not good enough. Uh, that's just, that's just far from good enough. Um, so, yeah. Um, of course, we know, we know what we're doing, kind of, uh, which is why we drive inside to the paint. And I keep on saying this, that's where we thrive. We didn't just thrive there, we absolutely dominated the paint. We had 50 points in the paint. A reminder that Northwestern State scored 49 in the entire game. So, 
Yeah, that's 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 incredible. That's impressive. That's just maybe you should start doing that a bit more. Because when you can dominate inside like that, and by the way, I think this is the second time this year we've outscored a team in the paint. Like, we've had more points in the paint than an entire team has in a game. I think, and I'm making sure to double-check this, we did the same thing against ULM. Because ULM only had 39 points in the entire game. So, yes, I was in fact correct. We did outscore um, ULM's entire offense with our points in the paint. Uh, We had 48 points in the paint, and ULM scored 39 but yeah, and, and by the way, like, I think you you just look at our offense. Offense does have a problem. Focused. Here's what's focused. What's focused is the way we look at our offense. The offense is a little slow with its starts. Um, this just continues to happen. We don't tend to start off as fast as I would hope we would, um, which has been okay because of A, who we've been playing, and B, how well our defense has been playing. But it needs to get a little better. We need to start scoring a bit more, and we need to start scoring a bit better, and we need to start hitting our shots, getting inside, doing all of that earlier. We can't be doing this in later portions of the game. And I get... And again, the good news is, the good news is that... That was only maybe the first 8 to 10 minutes, and then we just started figuring out what to do, which is better than against Georgia Tech when it took an entire half. But also, Georgia Tech and Northwestern State are very different in the sense that Georgia Tech is actually good. Well, they're good-ish, and Northwestern State is an absolute... They're just not. Like, let's just put that right there. They're just not that good. And so you can kind of get away with this. So we need to be starting better on offense. Again, fewer threes. There's a specific Darius Days needs to stop shooting as many three-pointers. The dude was 5 of 16 from the field. He was 2 of 8 from beyond the arc. Bro, you need to be doing a lot better than that. Because we need your production there. He still had 13 points. Uh, Heck... We had four guys score in double figures. You had Days. You had uh, Efton Reed. He had 15. You had uh, Xavier Pinson. He had 15. By the way, congrats to him. He scored his 1,000th career point last night, uh, which is a huge accomplishment. Not everybody does that. I think uh, Darius Days is probably, I think he's like, Will Wade in his press conference said he's only like two points away, so he'll be there next game. And then you had our leading scorer, which was uh, Tari Eason. Yeah, Tari Eason's really good. We're learning this now. Tari Eason is a really good guy, and he's just such a good transfer. Oh my, that that was really good to get. Um, But yeah, uh, talk about quickly for me, turnovers. Uh, we had 10 turnovers, which is... Will Wade has made that a point of emphasis. He wants he's given them a goal of ten turnovers. Like, do not have ten turnovers. I I don't know if the goal is like don't have more than ten turnovers or don't get to ten turnovers. But we got to ten turnovers on a really really stupid shot clock violation, which we had two of late in the game. Guys, y'all got to put the ball up. You need to have eyes on the clock. 
those shot clock violations are like of of all the kinds of turnovers you can have, the shot clock violation is the one that is the most embarrassing and is the least acceptable in my opinion. There is a big clock. It is on the top of the um thing you're trying to score in. Look at it. Know it. You need to be able to do that, otherwise you are going to give the ball away. And that is bad. Don't do that. But hey, we forced 17 turnovers. Uh, all 17 of those turnovers, by the way, were by steal, which was good. Um, blocks, we only had four blocks in the game, but not as many opportunities to get blocks. Uh, rebounding, did a damn good job rebounding. We had 53 rebounds to uh, Northwestern State's 39. 34 often, uh, defensive rebounds, I'm sorry, 34 defensive to their 25, and then we out-rebounded them on the offensive glass, 19-14. to 14. Um, Still, 14 offensive rebounds is not good, and Coach Wade has made that uh, such a point of emphasis that, and he mentioned this in his press conference, starting with the under-16 media timeout, I'm assuming in the first half, any time a guy missed uh, what he called a blockout, I've heard of it as a boxout, uh, but basically, you know, a thing to stop a guy from getting a rebound. If you missed that, you were going on the bench. He is very much trying to make these things points of emphasis. Because right now, we're, we're just trying to gear up for what is an onslaught. Like, I think our first seven SEC opponents right now are ranked or something. We've got a gauntlet of an SEC schedule to start with. So we need to be ready for it when it gets here. Because it's coming pretty quickly. I think it's the 28th is when we start it. And uh, yeah, we need to do that. By the way, another thing, we did not make a single field goal in the last 5 minutes, 36 seconds of the game. We were only hitting free throws. That's just not great. Uh, Yeah. What else is there really to say about this? Um... The defense was playing lights out, uh, forcing bad shots, getting turnovers, obviously. Held Northwestern State to 15 points in the first half, which was absolutely incredible. Uh, just shut them down. And then, of course, they started to get into some rhythm. Plus, it was kind of garbage time. We were beating the crap out of them. Um, still managed to beat them by 40, though, which was pretty good. Uh, the defense, again, looked really good. What I'm... I'm getting from this team, what I'm seeing from them, what I'm kind of getting as to what could be their identity this year, um, and what they probably need to work on. So number one, stop shooting threes. Just stop shooting them. Not entirely, but like stop shooting them with the volume you're shooting them. You are not making them for, uh, like you are not shooting well enough from beyond the arc to be shooting 23 threes in a game. I'm just saying. You're hitting six. That ain't good enough. You need to stop doing that, and you need to continue to uh, drive the ball inside. Because you are really, and I mean really good at that. Again, 50 points in the paint, that makes up for more than half of your scoring. If you take into account the fact that we also shot 17 free throws... That means that, so that's 67 points right there. We scored 89. So 22 of our points 
came from shots that were not in the paint or free throws. That's it. If you can't tell what that means for your offense, which means driving inside works and forcing them to foul you works, I don't know what will. I really don't know what will because the numbers are telling you this is what you should be doing. And it's working out for you. But you need to do this more throughout the game. You cannot be shooting these stupid threes and you cannot be starting out this slow against a team like Auburn or Kentucky because they will punish you for it. Our next game is against Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech is going to be one of the more interesting uh, teams we've played because they've got a guy who is... I don't know why I can't remember his name, but the dude is just a monster that a lot of people are talking about as a potential NBA draft prospect. And, like, he's a big dude. Like, like there are comparisons to size of Zion Williamson, but a little fatter. Um, Like, he's tall... And he's a point guard. And he runs the point. And he goes inside. And yeah. It's it's kind of crazy from the highlights I've seen. And when Will Wade was asked about him. Uh, like how do you stop him? His response was pray. Which I think is just a perfect explanation. That is going to be one of our best tests. To come from this non-conference slate. Um... Hopefully, we can pass that test. I think we should be able to, but it's always tough to tell. But that's really all I have to say about this game. Uh, We won it. It was a blowout. It's not really that easy to get as much from a blowout where you controlled the full game compared to closer games or games where you have to come back a little bit. Um, But still, hey... 10-0 is 10-0 no matter how you get there. We've gotten there through a relatively difficult schedule. It's not been that hard, but it's not been easy either. And our next game is a game in Bossier City against Louisiana Tech. Yeah, it's a a game that's in a quote-unquote neutral site. Uh, Coach Wade... I think this was actually scheduled for last year, but Coach Wade said it was just like an opportunity to get fans in northern Louisiana the chance to see the team because they can't always travel, which I think is actually a really good idea. This might become a more common thing where you see LSU uh, go up there and play a game maybe once a year or once every two years against an in-state opponent. Um, It's definitely a great idea, I think, you know, Got to get the fans invested. Got to be able to go where the fans are, considering we're the biggest team in the state. I th- just, I love the concept. And, um, yeah. What else do I really have to say besides, like, Darius Days needs to stop shooting threes because he went two of eight? It's just not working, bro. It's just not working. Your three-point shot is not falling. Work on it more or don't shoot it. Drive inside. You are so good at that. But also, if you take that out, he was still 3 of 8 from the floor. Which is pretty atrocious. Like, I don't know what's going on there. When you're 3 of 8 from the floor, not from behind the arc, there's something wrong. And he's been trying to get it, but he's just not been shooting well the past few games. But hey, he's still a presence out there. He's still a very good rebounder. He had six rebounds. Um, 
He's a physical presence too. And hey, by the way, speaking of physicality, we did draw our fouls pretty well. Uh, we even got a guy to foul out, uh, Tisit for the Demons. So that that's a pretty big deal. And yeah, I really don't think I have anything else to say. So that's going to do it for this episode of the Basketball Ball Cap. Listen later today. I promise it'll be later today. I promise you because I'm a, I'm gonna record it probably in the next two hours. That episode uh, that I've been teasing the past few days, you know about NIL and NFTs and all of that stuff. Um, yeah. So until such a time as that, um, hope you enjoyed this. If you did, make sure to share it with some other people. Uh, you know if you think they'll enjoy it. If you want to find me on Twitter, find me at capital B-E-N, capital S, capital L, capital A, capital S-P-O-R-T-S. And until next time, I've been Ben Schluter. This has been the Basketball Ball Cap. And until next time, bye-bye.